Hello and welcome to a special Project Bijou edition of the Data Protection Tea Break podcast. Project Bijou is a social initiative we launched in the bailiwick of Guernsey in May 2021. With this project, we're encouraging everyone to share stories, knowledge and experiences relating to ethical data use in a way that benefits everyone. The project aims to support and nurture positive cultural change around how people and organisations treat people's data. We hope to engage people on a cultural level, a level that goes beyond the law. In this episode, we're hearing from Simon Entwistle, a board member of Guernsey's Data Protection Authority, who we've invited to the podcast as part of Project Bijou. Simon spent several years working at the UK Data Protection Regulator, the ICO, and so in this podcast, he talks about the role of regulation and what advantages there are to smaller jurisdictions such as the bailiwick. He observes that most organisations want to look after people's data well and that most regulators recognise those good intentions. He warns against slipping into well-intentioned complacency though. It's essential that businesses keep up to date with what's required of them. And we must keep in mind that data protection looks different for different organisations. There's no one-size-fits-all. Finally, Simon underlines the role of the regulator in demystifying the legislation to make it relevant and understandable as widely as possible, and how that's what Project Bijou is all about. So let's hand over to Simon. I think data protection is a topic that's come a long way in the past 10 years. As technology has advanced, as we've all become more connected, we've also become more aware that our privacy is potentially compromised. We give out more information about ourselves and we know that that information can be used by other people, perhaps to our benefit, but sometimes perhaps in a way that we aren't able to control. I think personally that makes people a little suspicious sometimes. So I think generally it's important that we all can rely on good regulation to make sure that there are processes in place to stop our personal data being compromised, being abused or being used in a way that we don't want it to be. I think that applies globally. I think that applies to every nation, to every country. And I think it's good that an island like Guernsey has got its own dedicated data protection regulator to help make sure that these issues are satisfactorily addressed. I think it's particularly useful to have a regulator who's close to those who are regulated. So the organisations who carry out their business on the island, the government of the island, and the public sector services that are provided by people on the island. The fact that it's a small regulator close to the population means that they, they know what's going on they've got a really good idea of what's relevant now these are complicated areas they're not areas that every member of the public or every business can possibly help to keep across so to have a regulator looking outwards looking at what's happening in the wider world but also having that close tie to businesses and to the local needs is the ideal situation in my view and when you compare that with a larger regulator, like in the UK, for example, where I worked as a deputy commissioner, we always found that it was quite challenging to really understand what business wanted. 
especially small businesses. It took a lot of effort for us. And I also noted when I was there that our offices in Scotland and Northern Ireland and in Wales, where they were focused on those areas, they were better perhaps than the main office in England at identifying current trends and in being able to communicate with the community, the regulated community and with people. Now, in Guernsey, you have exactly the same situation as we had in the uh, regions in UK. So I think it's a significant advantage of a smaller regulator in a smaller jurisdiction. Now, as a Deputy Commissioner at the UK Information Commissioner's Office, I saw an awful lot of complaints, thousands and thousands of issues being raised with us over the 13 years that I was there about what had gone wrong with data protection. And I think my overwhelming feeling was that the vast majority of people really want to get it right. There are a small percentage of people who really not so much don't care as are actually out there to just try their best to do the bare minimum to comply. But then there are a whole host of people and it can happen to anyone who make a mistake, who do things wrong, who don't quite get it right, but with reasonable intentions. And I think that's a big challenge for most organisations is that things go wrong. I think it's fair that a regulator is sympathetic in those circumstances. If you've done all you can to protect the data that you hold, for example, but someone manages to hack into your systems, then I think the regulator would, would take that into consideration. But it's not a, a simple equation. One of the cases that always struck me was a, a lawyer who had a medium-sized law firm and their systems were hacked into. Now, a lawyer usually has a lot of sensitive personal data, such as criminal records, notes of trials, that sort of thing. And this, this firm was no exception. And they said, hey, look, hackers, what can we do? Nothing. Yes, the regulator is sympathetic, but the regulator will look at your systems and say, well, hang on a minute. In this case, the guy had processes that were really intended for private use, not for business use at all. He'd not updated them for years, and basically, they were useless. I think that story illustrates that it's important not just... Well, I, tell, I, think that's, I think that story illustrates that it's important not to pay lip service to the regulations. If you make genuine efforts to keep your software up to date, for example, in terms of protecting data that you hold, then you're probably gonna be okay. First of all, it's gonna be hard for someone to hack into your systems. And secondly, if you've got the most up-to-date system in place, you can hardly be blamed for a problem that arises. The other thing that I would suggest, because I also act as a data protection officer for a very small company in the UK, and it's a company that doesn't actually need to have a data protection officer, but chooses to because of the work they do. They do market research into attendance at museums and theatres, that sort of thing, mostly. So they collect a lot of information about people's opinions on the 
services provided by those museums theatres. But what we do is we try to minimise the amount of personal data that we can collect completely. Wherever possible, we don't even take people's names. So you do a survey, you ask people their opinion, did you think the lighting was okay, what do you think of the coffee, etc. But you don't need to take their name. If you don't have their name, then the data isn't personal data, you don't know who's provided it, it's simply data that can be aggregated and can be used to improve services. You know, eight out of people didn't like the coffee, let's change the coffee machine. But we don't know the names of those eight out of 10 people. I would suggest that that is the single best way of making sure that an individual's data isn't compromised if you're an organization. Keep the data you hold to an absolute minimum, personal data that is. I think Project Bijou is a great idea. I think there is a whole host of complexity around data protection that scares people. They know probably that if we get it wrong, there could be a huge fine coming our way. But when they look at the legislation, they see hundreds of pages of complex legal jargon that is impenetrable. I think a further role of the data protection regulator is to try and simplify that information, to make it relevant to the particular business. It's different if you're a huge organization that deals with perhaps hundreds of thousands of health records or hundreds of thousands of bits of financial information than if you're a small organization who's just got a small database of customers, where they live, what their telephone numbers are, their email addresses, and perhaps some preferences around the services they've had. I think one of the key roles of the regulators is to simplify the legislation and make it clear to those businesses exactly what's relevant to them and where they need to pay attention. Thank you to Simon for that insight into the role of regulation. And thank you for listening to this special edition of the podcast. There are lots of other episodes you can explore via odpa.gg forward slash podcasts. And if you're interested in finding out more about Project Bijou, head over to odpa.gg forward slash Bijou. Goodbye for now. Mm-hmm.